I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. <sighs> Brock, you don't even know what I was going to offer. Okay, well, you didn't save me in a fire last week, so I'll pass. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But honestly, I do think love really can move people to do incredible things. I agree. I mean, look at Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker. He's taken his first flight since surviving a 2008 crash just to be with his girlfriend, Kourtney Kardashian. I mean, what's more chivalrous than overcoming a fatal fear for your girlfriend? I mean, honestly, nothing comes to mind. That is, that's the top. Yeah, and here I am still hoping someone will just hold the door open for me. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. Today is Monday, August 16th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so that's fun. Oh, (laughs) yeah, definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker has famously avoided flying ever since he survived a tragic plane crash 13 years ago. But on Saturday, he boarded a plane and flew for the first time all in the name of love. Yeah. So Travis conquered his fear of flying to jet off to Cabo on a getaway with his girlfriend, Kourtney Kardashian. Mm -hmm. Um, The couple boarded a plane that's owned by Kourtney's little sis, Kylie Jenner. And left from Los Angeles with Mama Kardashian and famous momager Chris Jenner, as well as her boyfriend, Corey Gamble. Do you think Chris was like, Travis, you're doing amazing, sweetie, when he oh, got on? 100 percent. She filmed it. I'm surprised <laughs> it hasn't been on her stories yet. <laughs> so, OK, so the plane crash was massive news when it happened back in September of 2008. And Travis mm. was on board with his friend and music collaborator, Adam Goldstein, also known as DJ AM and four other people when the plane crashed in South Carolina. 
Yeah. So they were headed to Van Nuys in California after performing a set in South Carolina and the plane crashed shortly after takeoff. Mm -hmm. So Travis was one of six people on the plane. He was there with DJ AM, his security guard, his assistant, and then the two pilots. Mm -hmm. And Travis and DJ AM were the only survivors of that crash. So sad. And honestly, like as one could assume, this event was extremely traumatic for Travis. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God, of course. In addition to being one of the only survivors, he was also badly burned. Mm -hmm. So when the plane crashed, Travis was covered in jet fuel Mm. and eventually ended up with third degree burns over 65 percent of his body. He then spent 11 weeks in the hospital after the crash and ended up having a total of 26 surgeries Mm. and a lot of skin grafts. Yeah. And although DJ AM did survive the crash, he mm-hmm. died less than a year later from a drug overdose. And Adam was a longtime friend of Travis. The two had collaborated on a music project. And Travis even referred to Adam as a mentor. Yeah. And Adam had been very open about his struggle with drug addiction. But before the overdose, he'd said he'd been sober for 11 years. Yeah. He was even the host of that reality show for MTV called Gone Too Far, yes. where they would stage interventions for drug abusers. Mm -hmm. And in the crash, Adam was also burned. And just like Travis, needed skin grafts. But he went back to performing a month later. You know, and understandably, both Adam and Travis were left with PTSD and survivor's guilt. So when Adam died, that left Travis as the sole survivor of the plane crash. And after losing Adam, Travis quit drugs and got sober himself. Yeah. So Travis talked to Men's Health magazine this past May about his decision to stop using drugs. And he told them that after Adam's death, he flushed his meds, including what he needed for his pain after the Mm -hmm. crush, which is obviously a huge thing. And Travis said, people are always like, did you go to rehab? And I say, no, I was in a plane crash. Mm -hmm. That was my rehab. Lose three of your friends and almost die. That was my wake-up call. If I wasn't in a crash, I would have probably never quit. So before Saturday, Travis would only travel by car, train, or boat. But that is changing now. Yeah, so he's been very open about his completely understandable, intense fear of flying since the crash. But he's always said that he hoped to fly again one day. Um, And now, so Travis has two kids with his ex-wife, Shayna Mokler, and has said that he wants to be able to tell his kids hey, I just flew here and then I flew home and everything was fine. So he says he has to do that for them because he almost died. He almost left them. And earlier this summer, Travis did hint he might be returning to the skies because he tweeted, I might fly again. Honestly, I I don't know that I could. Like, and oh my God. And if I was his kids, I'd be like, please never fly again. Like I would be so paranoid if it was me. Yeah. But apparently love conquers all. I mean, Travis and Courtney have been practically inseparable since they officially started dating back in January of this year. And I mean, I think it's safe to say that maybe Travis really did it for love. I mean, he's probably super comfortable with her. I'm sure that helped. They've been longtime friends before they took the step into romance. Yeah. And since they've been official, we've seen them everywhere. UFC fights in Vegas, skiing in Utah, swimming in Montecito, the stuff that every couple does, right? (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Plus, the two of them have been pretty steamy on social media. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about it here, leaving flirty comments on each other's Instas, posting very sexy. <laughs> yeah. And flying isn't the only fear Courtney has helped Travis get through. She also helped him conquer his fear of heights. Yeah. So back in April, Travis and Courtney took a trip to this resort in Utah and they decided to have a little adventure and take this guided hike across a suspension bridge, which 
is a nightmare if you have a fear of heights, obviously. <laughs> yes. So Travis is taking a video while they're on the bridge to show how high up they are. And even just saying it and like remembering <laughs> <laughs> my legs literally are like shaking and I'm oh, not no. on this bridge. Um, and during the video, he stopped to say, I love you to court. And then wow. he later tweeted a photo of the two of them kissing on the bridge with the caption, no longer afraid of heights. Yeah, I mean, that must have been the greatest kiss of all time, if that's literally all it took. Like, I'm cured. I don't fear heights. So, look, he's willing to fly for her. He's overcome his fear of heights for her. And the two have been leaving a trail of social media PDA everywhere they go. So mm-hmm. they seem really serious to me. I mean, Travis got her name tattooed on his chest, so I don't yeah, know. I feel like that's a pretty serious commitment. Yeah. Although you can get them covered nowadays. It's like, got another tattoo of a girl. I don't know. But Court also recently bought a house in Palm Springs for $10 million, supposedly for her and Travis to live in together. Mm -hmm. Plus, there were those photos of them in Vegas, which made some people think they had eloped, including myself. I thought they were at least engaged. I fell for it. I mean, we're not crazy for thinking of it. We had Courtney's hairstylist, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. (laughs) Fueling the rumors when he posted that pic of Court and Travis with the caption, Now I know why people tie the knot in Vegas. Right. Plus, we had Travis's 15-year-old daughter, Alabama, posting the pic of the couple on her Instagram saying, so happy for you guys, which I'm sorry, you put two and two together. And that sounds like they got married in Vegas. It's a trail of clues. (laughs) Yeah. So Court has (laughs) also been very open about how she doesn't think she'll ever get married and said that she's never felt the need, but she isn't totally closed off to the idea if it's the right situation. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, If Travis is willing to fly for her, maybe she can just like wear a ring for him, you know? Yeah. I mean, it seems like the right situation. He overcame truly a debilitating (laughs) fear for her. The least she could do is wear this little rock on that finger. Yeah. Like, don't be an ass, Courtney. (laughs) Gee. So I honestly think it's adorable that Travis and Court are conquering fears together. But I got to say, there's a few things I seriously would just never do, no matter how much I love someone. Yeah, like getting on the 405 in the middle of rush hour. Not doing it. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, or wearing Crocs. Oh, couldn't pay me to do that. Okay, well, I mean, I said I wouldn't do it for love. I would possibly do it for money. That's okay. (laughs) How much? (laughs) A ton. Millions. A ton. It would ruin me. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast, American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.